the sound of the tone, the time is 8.09. Nevermore. Well, the commissioner's convinced this debacle happened because you weren't doing the same undercover student thing you did the first time. She doesn't get that it's always worse the second time around. Do the same thing as last time. Everyone's happy. Trick or treat, motherfucker. And welcome back to a very spooky edition of Reboot Deboot. I'm your co-host, Griffin. I'm the other co-host, Alex. And we are the podcast that make you go, ooh, in the night. Maybe not this time, but sometimes. How you been, Alex? All right. Yeah, another another week in the in the bag there. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, it's just a weird movie called Vivarium. Have you heard of that? Um, I have heard of that. Yeah, it's like I don't. Okay, so there's an Irish name that's spelled like Imogen, right? But it's pronounced <laughs> right. I'm pretty sure. So Imogen Poots is her name. It's a very silly name. It's like the main actress, and then Jesse Eisenberg, and it's kind of like a sci-fi thriller thing. Kind of. It's okay. Right on. Um, I saw that I had it. So I've been having horror theme nights here at the house mm. and about a week ago or so, our horror theme night was, uh, lamb based. Okay. So you watch that New Zealand movie where the sheep kill everyone. I did. I showed the house black <laughs> sheep. Okay. <laughs> Uh, some of the great taglines, depending on where you were, if you were in America, the tagline for that was get ready for the violence of the lambs. Nice. If you're in, if you're in New Zealand, it's get the flock out of here. Good. Great. And if you were in Europe, it was, there's 40,000 sheep in New Zealand and they're pissed off. Mm. So, uh, and then follow one of that, we checked out the Icelandic indie uh, psychological flick Lamb. Okay. Which, uh... I appreciate it, but it is a slow burn. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a diplomatic uh, way of saying it wasn't the best. It, it, I mean... It wasn't bad. It was just a real slow burn. Like, yeah, you'll you'll have to see it for yourself to understand what I mean. There's nothing bad about it, but at, it it doesn't ring like a psychological horror film. It doesn't even ring like a horror film yet. Iceland, but it's become like this huge Icelandic achievement of horror, which i'm gl- I'm glad for them, and I'm glad the movie exists, but it's it's a real you you have to adjust your expectations a lot sure okay so yep yep um tis the season to be spooky, and we have a lot of stuff coming out that we've been talking about, and a lot of stuff that we really can't talk about yet because we might be saving some for 
episodes later this month. Um, so oh, yeah, you're yeah, just going to have to hold on to those, Audiant. Right. You're going to have to hold on to those. Too, we did. Gonna, we did. Um, find it. But for now, let's... Uh, Alex, let's hop in the Dragula. And uh, why don't you... Why don't we take a, a trip down memory lane into the good old days? Yeah. And why don't you tell our audience, our hearers, what we're going to be covering today? Yeah, we're going to go drive through the ditches. Uh, whew. We are talking about the 1964 to 67 <sighs> show, The Munsters, and the 2022 Rob Zombie movie, The Munsters, that is the same characters. This is a. Well. I uh, kind of in, yeah. in in namesake only. Yeah, I'm a uh, yeah. It was a whole it was a mess. I don't know. It was a whole thing. So, Alex, <laughs> what's your experience with the monsters? None, basically. I think I was like lightly aware of the premise of it's like it's like leave it to Beaver, but the family is monsters. Um. And I think I knew Butch Patrick. I knew that name, uh, which is the kid, right? The Wolf Boy or whatever. Yeah. The actor. That's really. Good. I had yeah. I had no idea that Rob Zombie had done this, uh, this movie. Didn't really watch the monsters or care about them that much, and I feel mostly the same way now. Um, what about you? Uh, actually. I am, I'm fairly acquainted with the uh, 1960, uh, uh, 64 to a uh, 66 television show. Um, I caught it on like uh, the same like it was. It was Nick at Night that used to have that like those old TV like Beverly Hillbillies oh, and sure. I Love Lucy and yeah. yeah. So a Kate like so I grew up watching that stuff, but The Munsters was on syndicated like i want to say like nbc or abc or I think something NBC owns it because i watched right the episodes i did watch on that peacock streaming service which yeah it, it, it's nbc and i can't remember where but it was like on public like pbs or something would do reruns of the monsters mm-hmm. okay so i used to watch I, I'm I'm very familiar with the Munsters. Um, the Rob Zombie one totally took me by surprise because I'm like Rob Zombie's doing the Munsters, and I got really excited in the same way I got excited that he was doing when I found out he was doing the first Halloween. Have you learned to tamp down the instinct to be excited yes. when you hear Rob Zombie is doing a movie thing now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's where I'm I have, at. <laughs> After this like, one, I was like, yeah, okay, I don't like him doing movies now i don't think yeah like i thought i I thought about like i so i was like oh rob zombie's doing the monsters fuck yeah because rob zombie has also talked about his love for the monsters like he's i've seen interviews with him where he grew up with this shit too adam's family monsters um dr demento he grew up with like that weird like vaudevillian uh groucho marx kind of programming yeah, like Alice Cooper style stuff. Yeah. So when I'm oh, I'm like, oh, okay, this is like a fan then doing like a love letter to the I got really excited and then I got really, really sad. It's like a prequel origin story. 
for the monsters. Which no one wanted. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the coolest thing about the... Uh, we'll save this for a little later, but the coolest thing about Rob Zombie's The Munsters is all of the, the cameos and old cast he get to appear in the new one. Is that the, there, there was definitely stuff I didn't like about the movie. I don't know if it was just cameos. There were some fun ones. Uh, but, uh, Butch Patrick is the Tin Can Man. Yeah, I did see that. And then Elvira uh, is Cassandra, Kel, right. Cassandra Peterson is Barbara Carr. Um, Pat Priest, who was Marilyn for the majority of the show, was the airline announcer. Oh, the, the Transylvania airline announcer was Pat Priest. Come out, and then she's like freaked out, and then she comes out again, and she's in like the parachute gear. Yeah. Yeah. This okay. Yeah, the flight attendant. That was the second. Yeah. Right. Um. I know Jorge Garcia isn't from the Munsters, but I like seeing him and stuff. Dude from Lost. He's cool. Flu. Like, flu. The hunchback. Yeah. 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 It's um. We'll talk about zombie in a minute. For now, though, the Munsters, <laughs> Alex, first time viewing. What'd you think? How'd you? First off, how many episodes did you watch? I watched like five or six, I think. Um, okay. Not as many as I was planning on initially, but honestly, after a handful of them, I feel like I kind of get it. Like You get the premise, right? Yeah, it's like, well, yeah, the premise is extremely easy. Um, there are monsters. They like things that humans don't like, and that's where all the comedy comes from. <laughs> if a human would like something, yeah. they feel the opposite about it. If a human wouldn't like something, they're into it. But 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 not in like a mean spirited way. No, it's like the monsters are excited when it rains. If they come out and the day is sunny, they're like, ah, oh, darn, my day sucks. Um, right, the cue laugh track. Yeah, yeah. The show is like fifty percent sight gags or like visual puns, and fifty percent. Uh, these wacko monsters are into things that humans don't normally like. Meh. Right, and, and the the long running gag to the show is that Marilyn will eventually bloom. Oh, right, yeah, and they have this very attractive uh, like niece that is living with them, but everyone jokes about how much of a spinster like Ugo she is, and she can't figure out why she can't keep a dude around, even though it's very clear to anyone watching the dudes are being scared off by the family. But they're just Correct. like, oh, our poor spinster niece. <laughs> this fucking <laughs> she hag. <laughs> Never get a trick a man into marrying her. <laughs> so many times, too, Lily is like, like it's it's the subtle appearances of like comments about Marilyn's appearance. Yeah, just, kind of. It's just like the it's like yeah, yeah. It's, we can't all be blessed. We can't all be fortunate. One day she'll bloom. Yeah, but I feel like at least the they are. I don't know. Besides that stuff, the family generally seems to mean well. It's like it's not like mean spirited towards anyone, which is no. Nice. No, no, no. They are not a mean-spirited Aside family, from which Marilyn, is great. Who is like a small, she's like the Jerry of the show, it seems like, almost. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of like, oh, dear, kind of stuff. Like, everyone right. feels very sorry for her. They don't want her to suffer, but they also will not, like, they comment on her looks kind of incessantly. Now, if you're wondering... You know, monsters don't know. Um, what do you mean a family of monsters? What do you mean a family of monsters, Alex? Oh, uh, yeah. So the dad, Herman, is like a Frankenstein's monster. Monster. Um, the mom, Lily, is a vampire. Her dad is like, they call him the Count. Yeah, I guess he's supposed to be Dracula, but they don't really call him Dracula. He, he's, at point. He, he's very much supposed to be Dracula. He's yeah. Count Sam Dracula. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they don't really... 
Yeah, he does kind of look like the Bella, or not the fucking, is that Bella Lugosi? I forgot already. Yeah, it's Bella Lugosi. He does kind of look like that. He's got the really aggressive Widow's Peak. This is like probably the second most common spirit Halloween version of a vampire costume you would see would be the Herman Munster one, or the, the Grandpa Munster Grandpa, one. yeah. Yeah. And then there's like the kid, uh, Eddie, Eddie Munster, and he's a wolf boy, like Wolfman style wolf boy. I don't understand how the genetics of monster interbreeding works, but I guess if you sure. mix a Frankenstein and a vampire, you get a wolf boy. I don't. Sure, but you also like. There's also some other like sperm and an egg and like. I mean, because they're both part. it's oh. dead tissue, but like. Yeah, yeah. It, it works best if you don't think about it. I, it's impossible not to sort of. Yeah, you really have to turn your brain off because there's there's so many points where I'm just like. Well, none of this makes any fucking sense. Uh, Correct. Like, <laughs> what? Correct. This, this universe is a bonkers universe. I like, I don't, I don't know. It's that movie, there's a bit of that thing where you gotta suspend disbelief and pretend like these aren't clearly it all makes sense in like Halloween makeup or whatever. Like, I don't know. Everyone, everyone, everyone responds to Herman Munster, like essentially like the way the villagers respond to Frankenstein's monster in Frankenstein, right? They like, See right. him and scream and turn tail. He's not that abhorrent to look at. Like, you know, he's the main character on a comedy show in the '60s. He's not, and he's also like, anytime he he's also very friendly. Like, they're a very yeah. proper family. He's a nice guy. He's got a pleasing voice, and I don't the, know, like they tall, mind their p's and like q's. Like, yeah, and a lot of it is like, yeah, them saying like, well, no, not everyone can be as fortunate as us. The first episode, they go to like a Halloween masquerade party, and they don't right. care, and they all dress up over their getup, I don't know. It's there's the other thing too where like everyone's pretending like Lily is horrifying to look at when she's just like she's like a cool goth chick I would have been stoked to be in high school with. But she doesn't even come off as goth. Can yeah. like she's got dark black yeah. hair and black lipstick, I guess, is the or maybe dark lipstick. Oh wait, Lily. Sorry, I thought you Lily. meant Munst uh Marilyn. No. Yeah, I mean, no, Marilyn yeah. yeah. Yeah, Lily yeah. totally a goth chick. Yeah. I mean none of these people are like particularly horrifying to look at it's just like that's the sort of that's like one of the disbelief suspension things you gotta do because uh, it's a recurring gag right i don't know and the grandpa does magic that goes awry there's like a constantly yeah there's like the accidental love potion application episode which is like very tropey comes up in the first season pretty quickly i don't know <laughs> tiger and yo-yo yeah right Right. Um, okay, so Herman Munster, you would know him better as Fred Gwynn. Uh, he was in Pet Cemetery. Uh, he is the judge in My Cousin Vinny. Hmm. Uh, what else has Fred Gwynn been in that I can think of? Um, those are the only two that I can really like see his face in. Uh, he was in Fatal Attraction, and then I think he died sometime shortly after. So, if you haven't seen any of those, um, you'll probably be blanking on the face and name. Uh, Lily was Yvonne DiCarlo. I'm unfamiliar with her work. Al Lewis was Grandpa. Butch Patrick is Eddie Munster. Uh, Pat Priest was Marilyn Munster um, for the majority of the show. And before her, there was an actress named Beverly Owen. 
the monsters have a raven who lives in a cuckoo clock that comes out and makes quippy comments. Uh, that is the voice of Mel Blanc, who did Bugs Bunny and Daffy oh, Duck yeah. and all of the famous Looney. He's known as the Man of a Thousand Voices. So, yeah, yeah, uh, that, that rounds out the. Uh, he, he's the voice of the raven, right? Yeah. Or a raven that Kate will just show um, up randomly and insult people. It's like their version, and of, then of the what is the name? Triumph. It's like their triumph. Oh God, Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. That's a throwback. Uh, then um, there are some uh, reoccurring characters who show up, but unless you've seen the monsters are enough to know, uh, they do go with note because they are famous in their own right. But for the purposes of our audience, and even probably for us, um, I, I think they're kind of blank names and faces. Yeah, I mean, I have a fun time doing this, but I wasn't going to watch 75 episodes of this show in a week. Sure. Which is, so right, it's two seasons, and they're both like 37 plus episodes or something. <laughs> yeah. So um, the Munsters came to your screens uh, in 1964, produced by the creators of Leave it to Beaver. Okay, that explains a lot. It's got a very similar vibe. The family dynamics are still like they're monsters, but they're still like perfect family kind of stuff. Right. Uh, uh, American so dream it, style stuff. It originally aired on Thursday at seven thirty on CBS. Oh, yeah. From from September twenty fourth, nineteen sixty four, to May twelfth, nineteen sixty six. Seventy episodes. Seventy episodes were produced. However, it finally got the axe when they met their competition from ABC's Batman. Okay, cool. Batman had the same time slot, and that's where it pulled all the viewers because that Adam West Batman show blew the fuck up and was killing ratings all over the place. So it took, not many shows survived or like were kept along when Batman came along. So sadly, the Munsters was put in the crypt... Uh, maybe before it's time, but with 70 episodes, not bad either. This is back in the time when there's like four channels to watch this right. on a given night. <laughs> you, can't, you can't just go to streaming. <laughs> Correct. It's the kind of thing where like the television would just like shut off at like midnight. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Th there would just be those. nothing on. Like it would yeah, just be just static until like broadcast six. Broadcast signal looking thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, however, the Munsters did find an audience in the like cult world of television in all of the goth kids, uh, the same kids who watched, I don't know, Dark Shadows, the old drama. <laughs> um, God, that weird. Not the movie that Tim Burton remade. The old. Uh, oh, maybe we should do Dark Shadows too. I really don't. Um, want to. Sounds so tedious. <laughs> I listen. But uh, yeah, so. Hmm? There's a there's a good episode of their podcast, This American Life, where they talk about a convention for people that are really into the show Dark Shadows. Um, oh, really? Yeah, and it's like a modern day thing. People that are just super oh, okay. into this weird goth soap opera. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm one of those people. <laughs> yeah, I'll see if I can. Find um, the <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like the Munsters, Dark Shadows, and then um, it would go on to like. Alice Cooper was a Munsters fan. Rob Zombie was a Munsters fan. Uh, a lot of our shock rockers, Danzig, Wednesday 13, um, a lot of them kind of go back to the old black and white 
goth, proto-goth entertainment. And the Munsters is kind of a key, uh, a keystone in that movement. So yeah. much so that Rob Zombie would make the song Dragula based off and inspired by Herman Munster's car, the Dragula. Nice. Okay. Yeah, this is very like Yeah, you'd see this would be another thing that would you would see in like in the background, someone watching a black and white TV show a horror thing in a horror movie or something. Which it's Rob Zombie cool. had a lot of those in his monsters. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's fun, campy. It looks good though, honestly. Like for for what they're doing, like man, real real sets are cool. And the prop, like props to the prop people who did all the set dressing because it it's intricate and looks great. It, it does. Um, so the monsters is black and white. And do you know that their house? I think it was either the Munsters or the Adams family, but one of the sets was all pink because pink looks better in black and white. Oh, interesting. You because know, of the sharp contrast or something. That's cool. Yeah. Also, um, yeah, uh, the Munsters was killing it on television, by the way. They were even beating out the Adams family. Damn. And the Adams family was airing on ABC at the same time, and Munsters was just killing it. <sighs> Imagine the time to be the off-brand family of monsters, man. <laughs> but so, um, Adam's yeah, Adam's movies, Family too falls in that category as well. Adam Family movies are way, way more fun than this one. Now, the Munsters has tried to be remade a few times. Um, there's actually like a film series of the Munsters throughout the eighties. They had a new television show in the eighties called the Munsters today. There was another reboot called Mockingbird Lane. Um, all of this stuff has come out, but none of them really seem to stick. Yeah. Like it never just, you know, bam. Um, and, and, black and white you it kind of has the same like classic shticks that a sitcom does like here's a setup for a joke here's the one-liner here's the simple plot that takes place in like 15 minutes cut for two ad breaks and then cut to credits it's a real simple formula it's pseudo goth it's cheesy it's campy but it's fun it, it's something that you could like ease your kids into horror with it's yeah, like you're going to watch all the black and white horror movies and you want some family-friendly goth stuff, throw on the Munsters and the Addams Family. Yeah, um, it, like it fits that perfectly. Comfortable with those aesthetics, for sure. Yeah, because it's not really scary at any point. It's just like... No, 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 no. It's not supposed to be. Fun. Yeah. Uh, now, the Munsters do have a pet named Spot. Is that the dragon? That is a dragon. Yeah. It's a dragon that lives under the stairs and you only see parts of it here and there. Um, the... Dragon was actually a dinosaur and it came from an old, I think it came from land of the lost. Like it was an old prop from land of the lost and Fred Gwynn uh, helped like paint it and modify it a little bit so that it wouldn't be so obvious that it was just a tyrannosaur. Interesting. Okay. So, um, yeah, uh, You've seen the Munsters in either one form or another, mainly from Frankenstein or the Wolfman or Dracula, but you've mainly seen like 
the Munsters as pop culture figures somewhere, either in a spirit store or like on television around Halloween time or something doing a parody or, or even just showing a clip from the show. Yeah, all their looks are pretty iconic for like archetypal sort of like Wolf Boy or whatever. If you've seen that costume, it's probably just fucking Butch. It's Eddie. Yeah, it's Eddie from. Now from I have a confession. Okay. When I was when I was a young lad, I used to have a savage widow's peak. Okay. Like I used to have a gnarly widow's peak, and my mom for the longest time wanted me to be Eddie Munster. Because she wanted to knit me that little werewolf doll. Oh, yeah, that'd be Wolf, fun. wolf. And I think from like, I mean, my mom is the eternal goth kid. So from the time I was like five or six until like 10 or 11, every Halloween, she'd always, she'd pitch real hard for Eddie Munster. And I never, I never gave it to her. And I'm kind of, I kind of regret that decision. She should have told you you kind of regret to be my- Eddie Munster. <laughs> and then I would have gone for it. No, um, I, so I, because like, yeah, I think it would have been cool. Like, it would have been, you know, but just at the time that my mindset wasn't in Eddie Munster. So I apologize, Mom, if you're out there listening. Uh, you were right on that note. I will never say that again. Um, yeah. Eddie um, Munster's Widow Peak is kind of disconcerting. It comes down a lot farther than it should. It's not like a normal one where it's sort of the peak no. starts at the hairline and it goes back. It's like no. he's got a mini devil lock basically starting to happen. Yeah, it, it, it's gnarly, dude. Like, like it comes forward really far. Yeah. Um, so I, I think we've covered like the Munsters and its, its formula and its setup fairly well without going into any like episode specifics um i mean the theme song is fucking awesome right oh well, yeah we didn't like, talk about that that little surf rock number is great yeah i kind of wish we would have had that lined up we could have played like 10 seconds of it or something <laughs> i can pull disappointing it or something <laughs> uh, maybe maybe, maybe. And, and, but it's just so good yeah. like re-watching the monsters and hearing i would normally if we're watching a show or something I skip the intros after I see the first episode. But with the Munsters, I'm just kind of like, fuck that it. That song is a toe tap. Like, it's good. And the beginning. It's and good. It's pretty good. It's great. Yeah. Um, now let's get into the <sighs> far more. It's just. I do have some good things to say about it. None of them are about. Do you? The plot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, there there were there are a few things I genuinely thought were awesome, and it's. I mean, I do too, but the aesthetics so, of this movie I thought were fantastic. They were like on point. It was a visual feast. It just is not. The rest of the movie sucks, which is like everything else. <laughs> so it's rough. Um. So Rob Zombie's The Monsters came out this year. Um, no matter what you see, the budget was under nine million. People were inflating the budget, and Rob Zombie had to speak numerous times about how his movie didn't cost forty billion, uh, forty million. He actually huh. stated saying 
Who the fuck think I, thought I got forty million for the monsters? I wish I had that kind of budget. It's actually interesting to hear because there's so much like it's like the costumes and makeup in this movie are fantastic, and they're like and everyone is done up until the last act of the movie. Um, I don't. It looks yeah. Like, it's it, uh, I would have thought it cost more than that, honestly. But I guess there's no CGI. Honestly, the. It looks like the Munsters Rob Zombies budget nine million. Yeah, I buy that too. I mean, there's like if you look at the <laughs> the IMDb cast listing is like ten people. There's not a lot. Right. Of, <laughs> there's a lot of there's probably because so many of the extras are just like in full like zombie masks and stuff. Not like realistic zombie makeup, but like in rubber zombie masks. They look good, but they don't I don't know. You could just have, you could probably have like five extras rotated throughout the entire thing. Right. Um, it's a Netflix movie, so I also can't tell you how much it made because I don't know how Netflix really gauge that. Yeah, they don't release numbers for. Yeah. Like specifically. So, so I can't, I roughly 9 million is, is the accepted figure for how much it costs to make. Um, I have no idea how much this, like how much, how many eyes this generated for Netflix. I I can't tell you. Um, But I can tell you, this isn't the Munsters. Yeah, this is like, I don't know. This is, if you took the Jim Carrey, the Grinch movie, and then we're like, all of these are Munster characters. Uh. (laughs) Yeah, um... This isn't. It doesn't feel like the monsters. It may have the same characters, and it does. It has three of the same characters and namesake only because attitudes are not the same. Um, Herman Munster is very strange in this. He's like a he is shitty stand-up comic who only does pun one-liners. Is very bad, and like he's not as charming as the original Herman Munster. Um, they make everyone meaner. Yeah, like they make like Herman comes off as not as charming. Grandpa comes off as way more mean, and Lily comes off as a ditz. Yeah, yeah, that's those are all really good criticisms. Herman Munster's character is like real bad in this. He is kind of like unearned confidence, full of himself. He has the brain of a stand-up comedian, like literally in the thing, as a stand-up yeah. comedian who was killed because he was so bad at doing stand-up, right? Right. So, but then, like, I guess if Herman Munster is doing those same shitty jokes in front of, I don't know, maybe they're, I guess it's because they're, like, monsters are into the opposite stuff of humans. Maybe that's why that stand, I don't know. He's just doing shitty stand-up the whole time. Uh, this is like yeah. irresistible to Lily for some reason. Uh, <laughs> it's tough. Yeah, and the Count fucking hates Herman in this. It's great. Hates him. So much. So much. Um, Apparently, Rob Zombie might have been a Munsters fan, but he definitely wasn't a Leave It to Beaver fan because he left out what made the family enduring. Yeah, it's weird. <sighs> this honeymoon stage thing is not good. This like it's not this sort of origin story for the monsters and how they came to be living in sunny Hollywood or wherever the like Westview, I guess, whatever neighborhood they're in. 
Um, Mockingbird. Yeah, Mockingbird (laughs) Heights, right, yeah. Um, I don't know, yeah, it's just, it wasn't, it wasn't fun. The jokes were, like, they were pretty bad, I don't know, and the few that they, like, recycle from the Munsters TV show, they do kind of poorly in, like, not an endearing way. And the you know, Alex, I I I saw this uh, application for a job at a mirror factory, and I thought I could see myself working there. The one that did uh, <laughs> did actually get me to like chortle was when he's talk when Herman is talking to those three undertakers. And he's like, "You boys heard about these glass coffins?" And they're like, "Glass coffins." He's like, "Yeah, don't know if they're good or not yet. Remains to be seen." That actually cracked me up. Remains to be seen. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, okay, but my like my mirror joke that I just told the joke Alex just told those are the actual jokes. Yeah, from the movie, they're like, yeah, they're like really bad Tahoe Casino like lounge lizard stand up. Yeah, like they would have been funny in the sixties, which I guess. That's what Rob Zombie was trying to emulate. He was trying to emulate the camp of the 60s in 2022. The problem is is that the camp of the 60s only resonates well to people who already like the camp of the 60s. It's like when people intentionally try and make a so bad it's good movie, but you can just like smell the effort all over it, right? It doesn't really Yeah. Like And that's what this smells like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to manufacture the like an aesthetic that mostly exists like as on accident right it's just like a thing right that merged out of these subcultures and it doesn't yeah i don't know this is this was strange i did again like i like the way it looked i genuinely liked all of the costumes and stuff that they're pretty good they don't yeah they don't really look like the monsters except for herman is kind of similar but like the costumes and the color was amazing. The colors were so cool. That downtown Transylvania area with all of like the, yeah. the mixture of like uh, gothic buildings and neon lights was fucking awesome. Disco vampire. Yeah, and that club <laughs> that club they're playing in was pretty cool. It reminded me a bit of the cellar club in Tracy, but they're like in a oh, cellar, you know. So um, he's now a- they have a lot of like they have a lot of like horror like rob zombie wrote this almost as a love letter to the monsters but also to old school horror fanatics because lily goes on a date lily is looking for love and she goes on a date with a man named count orlock and when i heard that my first thought was isn't that nosferatu and as i said that phrase cut to the nosferatu vampire yeah it's the same one or the old roommate from what we do in the shadows it's like one of those styles right ball guy pointy ears pointy teeth but like all of his teeth are pointy they, style vampires. They they go on a date and Count Orlock ends up showing her all of uh shows ends up showing Lily all of his rats. They insinuate that he might have started the plague, like the Black Plague. Uh, like yeah, he's really into it. He's really into the Black Plague. He has a lot of pet rats. <laughs> then, uh, he likes pestilence and yeah. Black Plague, and he loves them both equally. And we're we're laughing talking about it now, but it's important to like to reinforce that none of this is endearing or like compelling while it's happening. It's extremely boring. And it is not not fun to sit through. Like (laughs) I was waiting for this to be the Munsters. And when it starts out with like Herman being built, Lily being like, tried to be married off. They're living in Transylvania. I turned 
to Alicia, and I'm like, this is not the Munsters. We're we get we're like an hour into the movie, and we're watching Lily and Herman on their honeymoon. And this is like in Paris. Yeah, on a it starts in like a weird beach in Transylvania, and then it's in Paris no, no, no. no. It's it starts in a uh, Devil's Island, Island, which is actually a penal colony. Oh, okay, that's funny. Um, it's supposed to be a penal colony. Yeah, so I mean, they start there, then they end up in old Paris. Um, they run into like some actual humans that are scared of them. I don't know. It's but this then like. They get back and there's a whole there's like three more acts to this fucking movie and nothing is happening the entire time basically. There, right? There's like not really a plot here. I don't. Which maybe is intentional. Maybe this is like we're gonna emulate the '60s way the TV show kind of just resolved out of nowhere a lot of the time at the end of an episode. But like they literally end the movie with them winning the lottery and then all of their problems being solved. His. Very, very confusing. Yeah. And so, so long and slow. I mean. Now, like, like, the. Yeah, you're working on something. There are some, there are some, like, secondary characters in the movie that appeared in the television show. But unless you dive deep enough into those shows to like count Orlock makes an appearance in the show because he's trying to win Lily back. Cause he was a former lover of Lily's before he, she met Herman. Mm. But unless you watch that episode of the, like this is a movie that Rob Zombie wrote out of his love for the Munsters, but it's not a movie that he, we, we want to see or the general audience wants to see. It's a movie that Rob Zombie wanted to watch himself. Yeah, that like might be, these are things that, that like these these are things that are happening that only a hardcore Munsters fan I think could really appreciate. And as much as I love the Munsters, I don't think there are any real hardcore Munsters fans pining to see Rob Zombie's version of the Munsters. Was a uh, was Lily's brother a character in the Munsters TV show? I don't know, Alex, because in the ten episodes of the Munsters I saw that I just picked at random. I never saw him. I got to say, if he's not a character from the original show, the introduction of the jive-talking black wolf dude brother <laughs> is a is an interesting move for being like I mean the that only would explain that would of, explain Eddie, right? Yeah, I mean yeah, being like they're okay, so clearly this count is able there's wolf boy genes in the lineage here, sure. Correct. Um but Otherwise, it's just like the only black character in this movie besides two little girls selling lemonade in the last shot um, in this thing. And he's just like, he's like a jive talking, like, I don't know. He's like trying to do scams. He's like into, <sighs> he wears a sparkly suit. Is any, any is like indebted to, I don't know, someone that's coded as like a Roma person. This like woman who is trying to buy out the castle they live in or something. It is very strange. I don't Which like and every name in here is a reference to an either old movie or an old character. Um it, it it's something. Like Zoya Krupp and I Zoya Krupp that name comes from I think an old mummy? 
or like I, I'm not entirely sure, but like her assistant in the movie is named Bella. And they're encountering the oh. Wolfman, and Bella is Bella Lugosi yeah. as Bella in the Wolfman. And as really, they enc- like, he, he did a bunch of shit like that. Yeah, just like single name, like homage. Like I didn't really clocked a handful right. of those, but like I yeah don't have like encyclopedic knowledge of black and white horror films. So right, <laughs> like, and that's almost something you would need. Like, if you didn't know any better, you would know that um. That the name Von Rathbone gets tossed around a lot. And yeah. uh, Basil Rathbone was the guy who played Sherlock Holmes in the uh, 50s and 60s, but he also did Son of Frankenstein and a bunch of other horror movies like that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. so it's just like, <laughs> wah, wah. like, cool, but no one at, like, you can do better, Rob. I know you can. Yeah, and we never really get to commit to, like, the full-on psychobilly aesthetic either. There's a few zombie greasers that I really like the look of, but... And there's this weird part early on where Herman is doing his stand-up routine, but he's fronting, like, a rock band? He's dressed right in, like, a leather biker's jacket. He's dressed like a 50s sort of greaser dude. And he's playing lead guitar, and it's pretty heavy, but then it's, like... He'll play... He looks like he could have been in the Misfits. Yeah, he does. He looks like a Misfits, like... Yeah, he'd be in, like... It's like him and Doyle could be shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, but then he's, like, he's playing... He'll play, like, a riff, and then he does a shitty one-liner into the mic, and then, like, there's a little drum breakdown, and then he plays a riff, and he does a shitty one-liner into the mic. And Lily loves it. Yeah, inexplicably. I guess because monsters like things that people find repulsive, like this terrible stand-up. I don't know. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> we'll go with that. Why not? Um. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't have a lot to. It wasn't very. It wasn't a fun experience. It was very long. I was super happy when it was over. Uh, and there's like no. There's no arc for anyone, right? Like, no one changes as a character at any point. There's not, like, normal... Well, Grandpa softens up. Like, it's weird because, like, Grandpa makes a jarring switch from hating Herman to, like, accepting him way too quickly for no reason. As soon as they find out they're broke, suddenly the Count is, like, really, really, really wants to be part of the family now. Right. And then he doesn't really seem to actually like Herman until after we find out that Herman is rich because the brother-in-law's scheming actually worked out. He went to Vegas. And there's and, and then credits. <laughs> yeah, and then credits. There's a <sighs> Yeah, like we find out they have to move. They're going to move to Hollywood in the last like 30 minutes of the movie and then that's like just the ending of it is them moving to Hollywood. There's a Halloween party. <laughs> They buy the monster's house. Um, they go to this Halloween party. They win an award for looking cool, for looking for doing Halloween good. And then they're like in the house. They realize they have to get jobs, and Herman's gonna do that. And he maybe gets a job at the fucking at the uh, funeral parlor. He's gonna move the stiffs around, and which is what he does in the TV show. 
Yeah. And then the brother-in-law just shows up with a check being like, I took that money I scammed off you guys and I went to Vegas with it. Here's your cut. And then Herman's rich now. They're rich. So they don't have to, they don't have to work. And then, uh, that's it. That's great. No Eddie, no Marilyn. <laughs> no, yeah, no Eddie or Marilyn. I would like to find out how Marilyn got into this family and is so like, like immersed in it that she doesn't find any of it strange, right? Because surely, well, she's also the ner- she's also the niece. Like yeah, Lily I... is her aunt, right? So like, I don't. I okay, don't... hang on, hang on. Okay, okay, okay. Herman was made, so yeah. the count is Lily's father. Yeah. So that's the actual bloodline. Right now, if Marilyn shows up and like. Aunt and Uncle Herman and Lily. So Aunt Lily, that means on the count side of the family, he must have banged a more? Like, where is the lineage? A That's... brother or sister? Half-brother, half-sister? Uh, like, how did... Who somewhere down the line had a normal child? Who did like, what a human to whom child? and for what right. purpose? Yeah. <laughs> and how long, also? See, this is the origin story I would have wanted. Like, I am more... I'm more interested in why Lily is completely immersed in the monster culture and finds none of it strange or off-putting at all to the point where she seems to not understand how real human, how like actual humans work in the world she inhabits. Uh, But she's like going on dates with like regular ass dudes. She has to know they do this thing in the show where it's like none of the monsters acknowledge that there's anything strange about them at all. Right. They're just like Correct. super normal nuclear family for, of that time, but they're a little wacky, but like everyone around them is terrified. They can't have gone through life without noticing that, but it's just never commented right. on and Lily. It's either they're <laughs> ignorant to it or they think it can't be them because they're normal. Like everyone else. Yeah. I don't, it's very, the dynamic is confusing if you think about it for more than like three seconds, but I want to like Lily, <clears throat> Lily is the origin story. I want, I want to know how this woman came to be living that life. Cause I don't think there's a way you could explain it. That makes any kind of sense. What? Like is uh, she adopted? Yeah. Was she adopted by Lily's brother or something? Or like, that's the only right. Or it's one of those weird I, things sure. where like, maybe she's the family. Maybe like Lily has a mortal friend, like a gal pal. And then she's like, you know, she's like the aunt, quote unquote, aunt Lily or something. Like the way that you become she like, is the, the uncle da- of your friend's kids. Marilyn is the daughter of Lily Munster's sister. <laughs> okay, so there it is. But like, is so is Lily Munster's sister just like a regular human? I don't. But it, according to the show, she's lived with them since she was a baby. Okay. I just, I don't Her, know. Marilyn's parents are said to still be in Transylvania. She's referred to as Marilyn Munster, and Marilyn states in the first episode that she's lived with the Munsters since she was a baby. I still don't get it. Like, Marilyn is, I don't know, seems like she's gone to public school and stuff, right? She's not like a weird illiterate that they're keeping in the there is and like how do we get eddie because again like if you think about it for more than two seconds you really start to see how ridiculous the sitcom was but it was a sitcom so it's fucking fine yeah it's like, supposed to do that stuff and then i don't know it's rob zombie's fault for making like an origin story 
There's all and why in the fuck would you make him like okay okay I said this last night after the movie was over. If I loved a franchise, if I and I do love franchises like Hellraiser or Sherlock, or I'll even go the Munsters, and I had the money and the ability to now like make a Netflix movie or just a movie about that thing. The last thing I would want to do when I got full creative control was piss on the original source, like was just piss all over the source material and everything and be like, I'm making this for me and me alone. I want to make it inclusive to everyone. So it could be like, here's something for the new fans, like a new generation of people who haven't seen the fucking monsters because why would they, how would they? And then secondly, something to give the older crowd (laughs) nostalgia. That's what you do with this. A good counterpoint to this is like the first two Adams Family movies, right? 1991 and then Adams Family Valley. Sure. So all the same characters from the same era. Apparently we're talking like the Adams Family was getting like trounced by the monsters. But those movies are fantastic and you don't have to be immersed in like 60s horror culture to get them. No. And they follow like regular movie conventions there's stakes there's like an inciting incident there's a problem that has to be overcome and it also helps that like the adams family just everyone in that family is lovely in their own way like morticia and gomez have like the best marriage in all of hollywood movie (laughs) depictions i feel like (laughs) it's i mean it's true they're always on the same side they're very much deep in love it's like eternal honeymoon phase gomez fucking worships that woman (laughs) <laughs> he does. It's and it, like, it makes sense, man. Um, yeah, but like those movies, you know, they have like a plot. Is it the second one where Lloyd Christopher Lloyd is getting like he's getting catfished or something by a not catfish, but he's you know he's getting like he's gonna get like usurped away from no. The that's family. the that's that, the first that's one. the first one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I don't know. There's like. The second Stuff one actually, is where the kids go to summer camp. Right, and they do the the mass the Native American massacre <laughs> on the, on the yeah. pilgrim settlement. Yeah. 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 <laughs> See, like that and like Christina Ricci's Wednesday was Christina's I mean, great. it's yeah. too good. Like Yeah. I mean, the, all the like Adam's family fun. movie's awesome. Yeah, and you don't have to I don't know. Like, but this Munsters movie, it's just it's confusing. It it's, looks cool. It looks beautiful. Yeah, it looks awesome. It's just it's weird. Like long and boring and nothing really happens. There's not like Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. This is it's like it's very long and nothing happens. We just like watch a it's like watching a series of like aesthetically pleasing montages. Where but I don't know. I was I I was yeah, like I said, I was pretty happy when it was over and I fast forwarded through some parts in the middle. Where it's just like you, it yeah, drags so much, so Dragulas so much. Yeah, I don't know. I wish they'd included that song yeah. or something to pep me up so in they, the middle of it. Yeah, did no, there? Yeah, like the, the monsters. It doesn't show Eddie. It doesn't show Marilyn. It shows how the count. It shows how they end up in Hollywood, the quote house. unquote. Yeah. I guess it shows how they get spot which unnecessary why the <laughs> fuck would you show spot without cousin Marilyn or that fu- I, whatever the fuck i guess they show the crow igor the or the raven the yeah end. they show the raven igor who is grandpa's uh, butler turned into a bat like there's just so many things that it's like you went a totally different direction than what people wanted rob 
Yeah, I mean, I wasn't on the planning committee for this thing, but I don't know. I would have probably, like, I don't know why you couldn't have just taken these characters and made, like, a separate story. <laughs> I don't know. It is weird that it's an origin story. It's weird that it, I don't, the whole thing is, it's con, it's in yeah confusing, like, I guess. Not hard to Ali follow. It's just, like, baffling. Alicia and I have both seen the Munsters before, but we watched it with Josh. And Josh had never seen it, never heard of it. So when I'm like, you're in for a treat, because I was excited, about 15 minutes in, I turned to him like, this is the Munsters, I'm sorry. He's like, well, this is my first experience to them, and uh, I'm going to go. And then he got up and left the room. And you know what? I didn't blame him. I wish I could have done that, too. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, like 20 I, minutes in, I'm like, oh, my God, what is this? It's like, yeah. it starts... <laughs> It's it's hard to have a movie that quickly feel like that long and it's like such a slog. It, really, and it's not. It's just like they're not charming. No, it's they're like not super charming. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. At no point anyway. Like rooting for any of these characters. Her like the only one who's like slightly likable is Lily. Yes. Um, and that might be because like Rob Zombie likes to give his wife good roles i guess i'm not That's, sure she, uh, she uh, tends to have like lily better characters lily and munster is sherry moon zombie sherry moon zombie yeah because this is a rob zombie movie and so she is in all of his she's, movies she's gonna be in it yeah this is like she is to rob zombie what uh, danny trejo is to robert rodriguez if he's doing a movie <laughs> <laughs> easy he's in it <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then even her, she just like, like you were saying, Ditsy, she's like kind of just spaced out the whole time. I don't know if it was a deliberate yeah. or not. Did you notice that like her right hand was raised basically the entirety of the movie? Like it was always by her head? <laughs> I mean, I think that comes from like the original Bride of Frankenstein type oh, stuff, right? Is that okay? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, yeah, she had. Some like some odd affectations, I guess. I don't, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't fun. I like the guy who made Herman, and then him going to that leper colony and coming back <laughs> with the sores was fun. But that's like a two minute. Exchange. He's going to darkest Zanzibar. Yeah. Um, I did like the scene. Actually. The first scene where it's those grave robbers going into that tomb and they're, <laughs> it's so like slapsticky. Oh, the zombie pianist. Yeah. It's, but it's like slapsticky and like, but not in a fun way. It's like cheesy and slapsticky, but like lame. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be, you could tell from there, like, this might be rough. This is. <laughs> I know. I, I, I was like, I was, again, I was like, yeah, monsters. I'm sad it didn't start with a the theme. I know it ends with a theme and they recreate or even the, like uh, a Rob Zombie version of the theme. Yeah, there there were so many I don't know. It just so many starts moments. with like the grave robbing and I'm like this is supposed to be in the 60 okay, I guess we're back in the 1800s. But then they have like electricity and they have like I was televisions I'm like so we're in modern times That's, but then none of them have like cell phone I'm like what period I don't know what we're doing like I was going nuts I don't know to I don't know down to man there's like when uh when the count makes that love makes the boyfriend potion spell or whatever I'm like so okay 
So we're in like the 1800s. We have John Wayne. But they know who John Wayne is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what is going on? So then like, when they're like, we're flying to America on Air Transylvania, I'm like, okay, we have airplanes and airlines. So at least the 60s. Yeah, and then they, they get there and it's like, but it doesn't look like the 60s, really? It looks like... The 70s? It, like, yeah, maybe. It kind of looks like if Leave it to Beaver was in color. I think is maybe right, the but it, for. but everything still looked a little too modern. Yeah, actually, suddenly, like suddenly, it gets all the like when the sun comes out in L.A. on the second day, like after the Halloween party, it suddenly looks like it's like a John Waters looking thing, kind of briefly. Because also that, like, when they arrive in Mockingbird Heights, it's a Halloween party at night, and they're having like there's electronic music being played at the party. Yeah, Orlock is in, like, also like a EDM DJ. Yeah. Which is and like that style of music didn't get played in the sixty, like it didn't exist really. Yeah, it's it, conf- it's almost like house music at the. I, the yeah. aesthetics are mostly like mod, right? Like like seventies, sixties, and seventies mod, especially when they're in Paris, which one hundred percent checks out for like I don't know, you know, for sure that should be the aesthetic in Paris. But then they kind of like, they kind of maintain that through the whole thing. But then like Transylvania is this mix, yeah, where you can't tell if it's like is this the eighteen hundreds or nineteen sixty five. I mean, I was talking about everything with Mockingbird Heights. Yeah, I mean that. Well, that stuff too. Yeah, it was like all the cars they're driving around are from the fifties. Right, um, but the music at the Halloween party isn't. Yeah, yeah, it's and like everyone's clothes. Like there's one girl in like a poodle skirt, but everyone else kind of still looks modern. It's just like everyone's driving in like classic. It looks like Edward Scissorhands, like Tim Burton's Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, yeah, for like the suburbia depiction kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was very trying to pin down. It definitely, yeah, feels like a bunch of stuff. Where Rob Zombie's like, yeah, I like that. Throw it in. I like that. That's tight. Throw it in. I don't know. Now you like Doctor Wolfgang, who was also Count Orlock. He was also a Doomhead in 31, and he was in 3 from Hell as well, I think. Oh, yeah, I didn't see 31, but I did, I did notice. Uh, 31 was cool. The, uh, and the guy who played Herman is in a bunch of other Rob Zombie stuff, too. I think he's also in 3 from yeah, Hell. Yeah, which makes sense, because, you know, Zombie works with the same crew. I was getting like this weird uncanny valley thing for uncanny valley is the wrong word for it. But Herman, I kept on being like, this guy sounds so much like Kevin Nealon. It's disconcerting. I just wanted him to be Kevin Nealon. Uh, doing <laughs> Kevin Nealon like levels jokes. I think that could um, yeah, that, I mean, so the guy who played Herman is named Jeff Daniel Phillips. Uh, he's best known for playing a caveman in the Geico commercials. Oh, he's that guy. Okay. Yeah. He has been in a lot of stuff, though. He was in 2009's Halloween 2, Rob Zombie. Oh, um, yeah. And 31, and yeah. Lords of Salem. He was in the movie Peephole. Um, okay. Yeah. He was in 31. Uh, he's in Three from Hell. Um, he's in something called Satanic uh, Panic. Um, oh, he's an undercover brother too. That movie that everyone loves fondly. What <laughs> is he really? That's what it says. I didn't know there was an. I didn't know there was a sequel to Undercover Brother. I didn't <laughs> want there to be a first one. So that's oh, Christ. Yeah. So that's what we're dealing with here, guys. Um, 
I, I don't know. It's just none of the none of the monsters feel like the monsters. It seems really unnecessary. And kind of because like I'm a monsters fan. So I'm like, oh, it's gonna be cool to see like Rob Zombie doing a love letter, but then this kind of felt like a slap in the face. It kind of felt like you're gonna go hang out with your favorite uncle who you haven't seen in a while, and then he tries to like slip his penis in your mouth, and you're like, ah, what do you you know, it's just not all right, Jesus. I don't, I, I don't, that's a that's guess. a Patton Oswald joke. Oh, it's okay. A, it's a Patton <laughs> Oswald gag. Little <laughs> rough um, to have that sprung on you out of nowhere i have no attachments to the monsters this was mainly just a slog for me um see i do and insulting. like this just, it was just kind of boring it was pretty it, it was unnecessary i wanted to see eddie and marilyn i wanted to see them interact with like the people because it looks amazing the colors are great the costumes are great it looks visually really pleasing and everything else is just such a fucking drag you are. Yeah. Right. I, I did clock that. I'm just not going to yeah. reward. I'm gonna, I mean, I I have to keep doing it every time. If Zombie can't give me the jokes I want, so I have to make them my own. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like I said before, I think they could have just taken all these characters. Like, we don't need... We don't really need backstories for them. You know? Just we drop don't. them into the world. People will pick up on what's going on. And then uh, have them... Do you think that do origin it? movies are ruining movies? I don't know. I think it depends on the movie. Like, but how many movies have we seen where it's the origin now? We need to know where this person or thing came from. I, I do like appreciate superheroes that in, did it. Well, I was just about to say, I do appreciate that at least in superhero movies, it seems like they've kind of gotten over doing that for the ones that we're pretty sure most people know about at this point. Like the Marvel Spider-Man movies. There's no origin story in the new ones. He just shows up and you're like, oh, it's Spider-Man. Well, there's the animation. There's the animated cartoon coming out. That's going to be an origin story. I, okay. But like the Marvel movies, at least, right? Like, right. They're, they're generally okay with, unless it's like a new character, you don't really, or it's like important to the, I don't know, like Dr. Strange's backstory, probably helpful to have, but you don't need to do it for everyone. They finally, after but like they did 20s, it with Sherlock, like Sherlock. Sherlock was an origin story. That other TV show, Elementary, about Sherlock was an origin story. Everything now, like, the Texas Chainsaw had an origin story a couple of years ago called Tommy Come Out. Like, we don't need origin stories for these things. I think it's like, if you're taking pre-existing characters, it's kind of, can maybe be tough to think of a good place to slot in a story for them. And then, I don't know, maybe being like... Look at fucking Star Wars. What about it? The origin movie, the fucking Phantom Menace. We didn't like uh, all of these origin you stories. You are don't fucking like unnecessary. Star Wars in general, though, right? I like four, five. I like Star Wars four, five, six. Okay, right. Okay. All right, that's there's a line in the goddamn sand. Um, it's just I mean, like I'm tired of seeing these fucking origin films because like again the monsters didn't it's weird to have an origin story for that because oh. you have to make a lot of like weird leaps they did it for uh of logic. for the wicked witch uh in the wizard of oz oh, too, God, right? they did yeah play and yeah show about it where she yeah like what a what a goofy origin story i haven't actually seen it but like she literally turns green with envy because someone steals her boyfriend is that what happens I sure why I not why not you know why the fuck on not that level uh, wicked 
that was like the there's an or, there's an origin story for fucking everything now, and like I think we're done with origin stories. I think sometimes they can be cool. Okay, so like the whole thing wasn't an origin story, but seeing how Nick Fury lost his eye in Captain Marvel was pretty fun, and that one you know that takes place in the '90s, and it. But it was released in like okay. But why don't we? Wh- but why don't why don't why don't we get a a Nick Fury origin movie where we see him as a kid, and then he probably goes to the police force, and then he, he probably goes to the military, and then he and then he moves. To yeah, like, but you know, like fucking let's. Why not origin story for everything? What about okay, a movie where we see Nick Fury's parents or his grandparents? Or how about we see a movie about Tony Stark's great grandparents? Like, where does this fucking origin story bullshit stop? Who, what else are we going to get an origin story for? Okay. Creature from the Black Lagoon, origin story. I'm tired of seeing how shit starts. I just want a movie where it picks up with established characters that are already known. We don't really, need to know, well, here's how this happened. Wah, blah, 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 blah. Really mad about theoretical movies. <laughs> Fucking nonsense. Because I know there's going to be more origin stories coming out. I can feel it in the wind. I mean, for some stuff, you don't mind it, right? Like, Bram Stoker's Dracula, that's an origin story. The first 20 minutes. Like, here's how we get Dracula. But the whole movie... Right, but it's not two and a half hours of fucking Vlad being in a war and like... I think no, actually, no, 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 no. Yeah, precisely. They did a Dracula origin story. I mean... But, yeah, at least that, that's like, just... But, uh, like, Dracula, Dracula's like a thousand years old or 500 years old or whatever, right? Right. So like... You could just talk about him as a relatively young vampire, and it's still not. This is just like a different era of the Count's life when he's still doing his impaling and warmongering. Yeah. Right. Um, Yeah. This, Eula, um, this Munster's movie just missed a lot of points for me. You know what the, the Count in this movie reminds me of a lot? The mayor from How the Grinch Stole Christmas. <laughs> Very similar looks about them, except for the green face paint. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm just... I don't know, man. I was really excited, because I'm like, yeah, Rob Zombie doing the Munsters, this is going to be great. And then it's just really yeah, fucking, you, like, you were pretty, sad trombone noises. You sounded pretty happy when you pitched it. And I was like... Was... I, I was! I was very happy. <laughs> And I've I regretted so much. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Like, I don't know if this was worse than watching something like I don't know, like the OG Bad News Bears. It was less like it was less upsetting, but it also like it elicited zero emotional response for me, which is like maybe a worse movie experience. I'm not sure. Now, can I can I? Do you know how long Rob Zombie's been trying to get this Monsters movie made? Oh God, a long time, like twenty years or something. Since before, since before House of Thousand Corpses, <laughs> that came out like two thousand four or something, right? Three, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So twenty years, great. He's been years. he's been chasing Universal down, trying to get the monsters made. Well, fucking, I don't know. God, Netflix. In twenty years, he couldn't have written a better fucking like. Has through twenty years to work on this fucking script, like yikes! I don't like, know, man. And, on the, or, and even if you're not actively working on it, you still have it in your head. You still have like, well, it would be good. That means that at some point he's like the monsters. I need. At what point was he like, get rid of Eddie in Maryland? 
get rid of them totally. Wedding origin Hollywood's like honeymoon scene, yes. Like where the fuck did that come? What? what? I don't know. Maybe he doesn't. I, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know much about Rob Cummings' life. I don't know much about his life. But uh, was there a stint where he had a massive thing with drugs? And like that's where this came from. Was it a fever dream that came out from like the don't. smack or whatever he was doing? I don't know. I haven't really heard a lot about Rob Zombie being like. I don't know that much about Rob Zombie. I haven't heard anything about him being like super crazy. Like, <laughs> like such a movie. Amy Winehousing druggy, it, druggy or yeah, like you know, doing like Robert Plant style shenanigans or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know either. Like Alice Cooper is pretty clean cut on the outside, right? He's like most like not a. Uh, no, Alex Cooper not. used to be a massive alcoholic. Oh, okay. I always think like in the seventies, Alice Cooper used to be a mad. Like we're talking like I'm mostly so. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll be honest here. Most of my familiarity comes from him, like firmly post sort of Office Depot commercial. You know where he's like in the sure, <laughs> yeah. Where he's being, um, like, in the seventies. If you see a lot of like concert footage from the seventies, you can see that like partially the Jack Sparrow walk is like a little bit show, but it's also like uh, that's just him walking. Sure, yeah. yeah. He's got like the like the alcohol sweat, like the sheen on him. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he also does like a pretty intense stage show, right? Lots of shows. yeah, but it was mainly from the alcohol. Like yeah. he himself used to admit it too. He was a know, massive like, alcoholic. Rob Zombie can make. Good movie. Maybe he can't now, or so, I don't know. But like, okay, can he? Can yeah. he? Let's well, go let's, through the list of Rob Zombie movies you like, Alex. We've, we've done this before, and like, I just, I just mean he has made movies that I enjoyed. Mostly, it's the three from no, The Devil's Rejects. No, what? So <laughs> I got, he did in 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 two thousand three. We have House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, and then the two thousand five. Brings us Devil's Rejects. Yeah, which is like... Uh, uh, 2007 the brings us Halloween. Yeah, which is okay. I don't know. The first 2009 one. brings us Halloween 2. Right. And now we start Also, to it brings us his cartoon movie, The Haunted World of El Superbisto. Right. Uh, 2012 brings us his love letter to Cronenberg and the Lords of Salem. In 2016, we have Three from Hell. In 2019, or in 2016, we have 31. In 2019, we have three from hell. And now we have the Munsters. Yeah. I mean, for me, I stopped. I didn't really. uh, I did. I liked House of a Thousand Corpses the one or two times I watched it. It's not like an amazing movie for me. I really like The Devil's Rejects. And then I don't like anything after that. I like six out of nine Rob Zombie movies. Oh, okay. So he's actually not a terrible batting average for you. For me, it's I just at this point now. If I, I see didn't. Rob Zombie, yeah, yeah. I'm probably just gonna avoid whatever it is. Like I, I didn't like I didn't like the monsters. I didn't like Three from Hell, and I didn't like Halloween too. Yeah. I um. I I guess if we're talking about cameos, I didn't like him in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Rob Zombie was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Who was he? Was he like a, a voice cameo? Hmm. Interesting. He was the unseen Ravenger. Um, in that movie Super, where Dwight from The Office hits yeah. people with a pipe, he is the voice of God. Oh. Uh, in Slither, he's another voice. Okay. Uh, and then in House of Thousand Corpses, he is a Dr. Wolfenstein's assistant. Okay. Yeah. And then all those yeah. sweet Rob Zombie and 
white zombie music videos, right? Yeah, well. Yeah. Um I just man, I wanted to like the monsters. I was really excited. It looked really cool. And it's just joyless. They don't act. They, they don't register as Grandpa Herman and Lily to me. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like I said. I have no prior relationship with the monsters, so that stuff wasn't really. <laughs> if you're in the same boat as me, it's just an uneventful movie <laughs> that you don't need to see. I don't know. You should really all. like watch the Adams Family if you want. <laughs> Something yeah, like this. or go back and watch the old monsters. Yeah, maybe I don't know. <laughs> That's sure. pretty good. Sure. Yeah. Um. So, Alex, uh, in terms of the monsters, are you going to reboot or deboot? Yeah, I don't deboot. I don't want. I don't want this. I don't. I can't even think of like a word uh, to say about it. I just don't like it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to shove this one back into the crypt and lock it up tight. Uh, weird, do you have any final words? Uh, putting that weird door under the stairs that they hide in <laughs> when the neighbor gets horny. Uh, no, I don't. I don't. I just, I don't know. Watch, watch uh, Adam's then, Family Values. That one's fun. Then we will see you guys next week. He stinks and I don't like it. Well, we better get going. Ever see each other again? Who knows? God willing, we'll all meet again in Spaceballs too. The search for more money.